promote the love and prosperity to us all. Now, let me just say here, uh, I want to welcome first everyone here in the sound of my voice. Uh, bless those that uh, wanted to come out but couldn't. Once again, I want to thank you all for coming out here today and uh, sharing this very, very important uh, documentation for us. And uh, I want to thank everyone once again. Now, what, what we plan on doing is definitely want to make sure that this is documented. Um, if there's anyone in this uh, uh, area here that has any other uh, similar situations, right, we want, we want them to have an opportunity to uh, talk because we definitely need to get some testimonies, right? If anyone is going through any foreclosures, right, any harassment from your mortgage servicer, you know, y'all can kind of come in a little close and we're going we're gonna to speak up on that uh, uh, momentarily. But uh, just, to, just to start off uh, our, our history, our father, Dr. Thomas Craig, who's on the side of that building right there, uh, he came in to New Orleans in uh, 1974. He came in uh, from California uh, with chiropractism, which was unheard of in the South. Once again, chiropractism was unheard of in the South. He came in by way of California to actually start the chiropractism movement so that, so that so the doctors could slowly be eliminated because of the surgeries. So with that said, he came into uh, New Orleans and he did a study. After the study, he targeted Algiers. Algiers was his main target. With that said, he moved into saw that there was a great depression in Algiers. Once again, they um, didn't have medical. They weren't even given medical to certain points. Uh, medical was either too high, and then, and then from that point, he started to uh, address these issues, knowing that he wanted to do more for the community. So under the chiropractism and the real estate, he was a real estate broker as well. On the real estate end, he wanted to definitely tell the community that there were other things besides renting. He wanted to use his power and his presence and his knowledge to let everyone know you can be a homeowner. You can strive to earn and to and to have property in this city, not just in the city, but all over the country. Unfortunately, the uh, public school systems here today, which is still aggravating us and pulling us on our legs, and not one high school is talking about entrepreneurship, at least on a long level. I mean, let's be real. So my father came in with that entrepreneurship, as well as home ownership, as well as the chiropractism, doctor of chiropractic. So with that, with that combined, you know, we actually moved forward. He did physicals. He actually did physicals to each and every one and actually started that uh, movement. <clears throat> he did and physicals for the youth, you know, where a lot of times, unfortunate, we wasn't able to uh, come up with the payments to have physicals and for young black athletes to uh, play the sports that they desire, uh, as well as into school. So a lot of times, my father would do free physicals, okay? We have testimony right. with uh, Reverend Sherman. Uh, he, 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 well, you know, we're going to get to that. He, he would do free physicals. Um, he would ride around this uh, uh, yellow and white striped camper. Yep. That's what he was known for. And he had, it was like an office on wheels. All right. And he would do free physicals for our people, for our youth, so they could play ball when other folks either wouldn't see them or would charge them too high, right? On the flip side, what my brother's talking about as far as real estate, yeah. he would help folks become uh, first home buyers so we could have a real estate in our community. Right. So things that we're uh, despondent about and things that we're... Um, doesn't really sit well with us, we'll have a stake and we'll have a say in our own in our own land. Um, 
he was fabulous. You know what I'm saying? My, I, I can go on and on about Dr. Craig. Uh, he worked with Dutch Moriel. Uh, this was his West Bank headquarters. First black uh, man. First, uh, everybody knows Dutch, the legacy of Dutch. I wish Jacques was out here right now, but uh, he, me and him uh, share that sentiment uh, that uh, my father and his father worked very closely together. This was his West Bank headquarters on his re-election. Um, he, uh, uh, my father would do sickle cell walks uh, to, do, uh, to bring awareness for sickle cell anemia because we know sickle cell is, is prevalent in our, in our uh, community as well as hypertension and, and, and uh, high blood pressure. Uh, and diabetes, um, which I'm going to get to that uh, in a minute, uh, because that's what ended up taking my father out, was mm -hmm. diabetes. He helped folks so much that he didn't take care of his own self. Ain't that so? So, uh, prior to him transitioning, he was also working on a, 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 a credit union oh, man. Uh, for the Fishing Housing Project. A lot of folks don't know that he had plans drawn up for a credit union for the Fishing Housing Project. Mm -hmm. Further sustain themselves yeah. and, and manage their finances correctly, so mm -hmm. eventually come out of a housing project and uh, have a stake in the, in the, in the land. Um, unfortunately, like I uh, just alluded to, that my father uh, uh, diabetes overcame him in '84, uh, leaving leaving a lot of things undone. But my mom, his, his helpmate, his true helpmate, which happened to be the uh, Lois B. Craig. Uh, Lois B. Craig was uh, Miss Dillard. Miss Dillard, she Miss Dillard, 1960. Beautiful lady. Uh, more beautiful inside than out. Um, shared his vision, and nobody became a doctor. Uh, but we would like to think that we were doctorate in street knowledge right. and, and right. what the people is doing to us or whatever. But um, in the most high, you know, just being in tune with the most high, thank God. Yeah. Um, but she shared his vision as far as keeping up the Craig Realty part uh, side of things. Right. And uh, we had a small firm, nothing big, nothing lavish. But, you know, we have testimonies to this day that attribute my parents to keeping them in their home. But uh, notable, I don't know who would give up their commission check to get their people in a house. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Okay? Show me who, who did that. My parents did that. And we inherited that heart. You know, we inherited that heart. You know, and I don't want to get off the subject or whatnot. I want to stay on, on point on what's going on. But sometimes our heart has gotten us in situations that have hurted us. But we don't judge on that. Uh, on, on that basis because we know we're here to do the job that my parents didn't finish and what they told us we needed to do. All power to the people, always. We're going to always stand for the people. And this is the reason that we're doing this right here. It's better to put it out there than to suffer in silence. Amen. We're not going to suffer in silence. Most of I know is I didn't got more white hairs than I needed to. You know what I'm saying? But they say that's wisdom, so yeah. I accept that. Yeah. Ashe? Ashe. So, my brother gonna go into the root, like yeah. old folks say, the root. Yeah. The can, root. We, can we get to the root the of the root. problem? Yeah. And then we gonna deal with the, the, the recent transaction. But the root, my brother gonna get into that. Basically, with the uh, Nation Star, uh, who's actually taking over uh, this property now, they actually forced us into uh, foreclosure. Yes, they did. And basically, tapping into the roof, it, it actually started with actually Springleaf. Uh, Springleaf, of course, uh, transferred that 
mortgage uh, to Ninja Star. And right around 2016, the ironic crazy thing is right when our mother transitioned, uh, just tapping on it, Nation Star started to return our mortgage notes. Yeah. Once again, Nation Star started to return our mortgage notes. Say what? Yes. Now, Nation Star. Yes, Nation Star. Now, we're, we're looking at the massive gentrification, of course. I'm going to tap on this just for a moment. We're looking yes. at the massive, massive gentrification that the whole city of New Orleans is going through. And that's pretty much where we're at with the Route 2. Mm. So keep in mind that if you all are, if there's any homeowners out there, of course, be diligent and stay stay on your mortgage services. Now, where we at today, through the gentrification, Treme, Bywater, uh, uh, Canal, just, just name a few out this point, Newton and Tash, these are under massive, massive gentrification. Mm. Uh, and we definitely, it's a gentrification project now. If, if, if <laughs> let, me, let me say that. It's definitely a project. The, you know, where they're actually, the powers that be are going into every city and actually uprooting the, uh, if you want to say, the, uh, uh, the non-desirables. But, but uh, what happened from that point, we tried to get a modification. We tried to get a modification. I personally wrote several letters to Nation Star, who is now Mr. Cooper, because obviously they have a couple lawsuits going on. But I personally wrote several uh, heartfelt financial letters to Nation Star, letting them know the severity of keeping our building, our yeah, legacy. Yeah. Yes. So, lo and behold, what happened during the process of a modification, those that don't know, the first thing they have to do is actually come in and take pictures, right? So, um, they had a group of folks, two, two, uh, a group of people came in and take some pictures. After that, they went back and did the analysis of the pictures. About two and a half weeks later, these same folks came back, and I just so happened to be here. I'm not here as much as my brother is, bless his soul. I just so happened to be out here and saw the first uh taking pictures and then the second so i came back out and i said well what's going on um y'all need you know y'all forgot the film or the film uh -huh. got lost or whatnot i said what's happening so they said my employer needs different angles of this property me knowing a little bit about real estate i said wow y'all need different angles for what reason he said you can ask that question but you can call the mortgage servicer and find out i said wow you need different angles so i watched them they took different they took the angles of the corner of the building took angles of the street, left and the right parcel, the back end. And once when that happened, we went out, I personally called to find out where's the status of my modification. Right then and there, all communications halted, pretty much stopped. They just started to pretty much tumble, tumble down slowly. So what I did, uh, I sent another letter asking them what was going on. I heard different things where uh, your, building is, your building is on the, on the uh, condemned list. We also, I, I also have words saying that uh, we were on a cease and desist letter. Ooh, that was enough. Yes. The, now, why would we do that? Yes. The, the uh, counter troll, how we call it, the counter troll <laughs> over there at Nation Star said, you all are on a cease and desist letter. I said, well, send me that letter, please. Yes, yes. I need that immediately. Need that. She, put it, she put me on hold for at least about, I don't know, 12 minutes or 13 minutes. Come to find out, she said, Mr. Craig. This is, this is crazy, but I see no letter. And if I'd have got my hands on a letter, we know the cease and desist can only come from the consumer, the, the, right. the actual client. Right. So don't let them twist you on that. But they had something indicated on Nation Star screen that saying that we had a cease and desist letter. Upon that, of course, um, 
being canceled the modification, I did a second modification. And, and about two months later, I did a second modification. Wow. Still and all, they came back with tax issues. Wow. Right? My mother was up pretty much close. She, she was good on her taxes. I sent the same um, taxes I sent on Pace. It's a segue. We did two modifications. We have, a, we have a property on Newton Street and a property on Pace. I did both of those modifications at the same time. Lo and behold, speeding it up, they approved Pace and did not approve Newton Street. So with that said, we're actually moving moving forward. Um, they actually they, We actually sent a $4,200 check. Because we were behind on those arrears, we sent that check, and that's when they sent it back to us. Oh, yes. Man. They cashed that check, sent it back to us, and said there was there was not enough funds. I said, okay, I'll send it again next month. It was nine, ten days later. Nine, ten days cashed later. Cashed the check now. Cashed the check. And then sent it back nine, ten days later. That's over, they're overseeing their boundaries. Just oh, right. with that time frame. Right. And that, sending it back. Exactly. Thank you. And, and then from that point... Uh, I, it was the the bill went up to forty two hundred the very next month, right? Uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, fifty two k, uh, fifty two hundred. So I said we sent another certified, we certified that time, made sure it got to the work service in their hands. They cashed out, they cashed out and brought it in to collect the, to collect the funds. Soon after, a couple of days later, we get another, we get that check back to us in a cashier's check with our escrow. They emptied out our escrow. We're like, wow. So, so, so right now we knew that they were forcing foreclosure because, once again, on the dynamics of this area, right. we yeah. knew somewhere that Nation Star knew in that downline, being from here, may have maybe hooked up with the city, who knows, hooked up with the city to say, look, I have a permanent plan for Newt Street and Tash Street. I want to start with, the, with this particular property here to eliminate them, to start the, the massive gentrification. So, yes, from that point, they... Uh, they actually returned our checks, and then that's when we started to actually look for other counsel um, to actually see how we can actually do a list pending, uh, how to file things in court, uh, use use some of our good uh, fellow friends here to move forward and do some investigation on uh, how how can we eliminate them and actually uh, cease and desist everything on our side to move forward. Yeah, well, I mean, we just want to stick to the basis of what actually happened. We don't want to speculate who was in bed and, and uh, the plot that we know we could all we could run with. We just want to stick to the facts of the, uh, uh, the truth of the matter is that they sent checks back. That, that That's what we're talking about. They can't say that we wasn't trying to uh, work with them and, and uh, satisfy the loan, right? So... We have evidence of two checks that they sent back. Um, after that, uh, mind you, we ended up, we have been in this fight for about a year and a half where we stopped uh, three foreclosures. Well, sheriff sales, my bad, because we're already in foreclosure. Um, and we stopped three sheriff sales. So at that time, we had got a judgment against us thinking that we were pretty much tapped out. Uh, we kind of, you know, didn't keep our head uh, cool when we did the court date, and for whatever reason, they judged they uh, they judged against us, and we thought we were tapped out. At that point, that's when we we decided to seek counsel. Um, without naming names, they from right in this neighborhood. Okay, they from right around here. 
I hate to say that I'm a sucker for my own people, but I am. I I, I have uh That's the ones that get you indebtedness to my people. My Lord. Because we're God's people. I love all people. Right, right. Not to single out Jesus. anybody, you know, but if you are righteous, then you my people. It doesn't matter who, how you look. I wanna see that for the record. But unfortunately the people that look like me are being dealt with. So these brothers look like me doing beautiful things in the city. Um, and we just wanted to make it work, man. You know what I'm saying? We just yes, wanted to make yes, it work. Yes, yes, yes. Don't work against them. Work for them. You know, to the attorney through, you know, a, a, a friend, a so-called friend or whatnot. And uh, we started working with him. This particular person that we had a meeting with that introduced us to his attorney. The minute he saw a whole building, communication with the attorney stopped. Whoa. Okay? Ain't no dummies now. I, 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 don't, I don't look that crazy. So we went to start putting pieces up, pieces together. And I was calling, you know, kept trying to get in touch with old boy. And uh, Essence was coming close. So we knew that, you know, we go to sleep, you know, when we party. You know, party city, you know, certain things we go to sleep on. So we wanted to make sure that this particular person didn't go to sleep on our case. I care less about Essence until Essence recognizes who we are in the PNC. Say that. For real. Of, for real. Of, of, the, of the dollars that come to our city. That's right. Uh, the, reason, the reason we are who we are is because of who we are. People that's behind us. Us and people who are supported right here uh, in this frame. The people that are supporting us right now. Essence come because of us. Mm -hmm. You know? So, we... I could care less about Essence until Essence cares, cares enough about us. So, I'm like, man, look, you, we need to, you know, share sale day coming. You know, we need to get on this. Right. This particular brother that told me, that introduced me to his uh, attorney, told me, relax. Like, I'm a kid. Just relax, man. You know, Essence, you know, you know, we fall asleep, we do whatever. Just relax. Everything going to no. be good. Right? No. So, I'm like, at that point, I tried to, you know, uh, do a backup plan with certain folks that were really passionate about the Craig Center and unfortunately uh, one particular attorney happened to be out of town she introduced me to another attorney who was kind enough to let me know he wasn't well equipped to um, foreclosure defense he in return refers me to another female attorney which never returned my phone call. I left three wow. messages on her phone, letting her know how the severity of the situation. Uh, she never returned my phone call. And then at that point, Essence was pretty much getting over with, and the spirit told me, man, call your boy again. So mm -hmm. I did, and he ended up answering. So I thought it was all good. You know, say, okay, man, what happened? What's going on? He said, man, he had to clear space around. You know, he had to give jobs away so he could make room for our project and his, his partner's project, right? So, we hadn't really paid him at that point, which thought was strange, man. You know, lawyers want money, you know what I'm saying? they like, man, they give it up first, you know? So, we hadn't paid him at that point, and we're like, man, what's, what's good? You know, how can we, you know, we need to get uh, rolling on this, because the, the sale date was on, was July 26th, this past Thursday. And, lo and behold, to make a long story short, we ended up, well, I, I ended up meeting with him. I was involved, but you know, he he was uh, handling, handling his, uh, his his job duties, and um, I ended up meeting up with him. 
uh, exchange what he what he uh, what he asked for, which I thought was pretty excessive. Um, and uh, lo and behold, he fumbled and fumbled and fumbled all the way into the day before the sale. Man, I'm burning candles and everything. You know what I'm saying? Calling all the assets, like, well, what's going on? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and he yeah. had ample enough time to close. Let me say plenty this. of money before essence. Like I said, before essence. Yes, he had ample enough time to actually uh, go forward and actually help us with this uh, sale and this problem that we had. He had once again ample enough time, and we found out. Well, on the tail end, maybe just not throwing this out too heavy right now, but uh, some of the folks involved, some of the folks involved that are looking at the street, uh, it's a possibility that this particular gentleman uh, was kind of in on it. Yeah. So, so we got to at least say that, you know, so definitely be careful who you talk to, you know, be careful of some of your family members, friends who, who know each other, especially you all are, that are in, uh, in these, in these uh, pop, pop, uh, popular areas. So definitely be careful. It's a possibility. We, like I said, we're not going to name names for obvious yeah. reasons uh, because we hope that uh, they do have clean hands. You know what I'm saying? We hope that, you know, these brothers come out clean. Well, at least we hope so, but if not, you know, we're going to have to do what we got to do. So he fumbled and fumbled day before the sale, right? This is, y'all listen, this is very important part right here. He calls me and tells me that the judge doesn't sign his paperwork. At the time, I didn't ask him what paperwork it was, even though we talked about an injunction, because we filed one prior. That's what stops a sale, along with uh, uh, bankruptcy and, you know, a couple other things. All types of things are coming to us after the fact, but we know for sure a bankruptcy stops a sheriff's sale and in a preliminary injunction. So he uh, calls me and tells me if the, the paperwork doesn't get signed, he's got to be there the day of the sale. I said, man, you about to have make me have a heart attack. I'm burning more candles, <laughs> calling on the ancestors, yeah. you know, my mom, my dad, big brother Will and other brothers that's, you know, in our corner on a spiritual on a spiritual tip, tip. mediums and things of that sort of that nature because we're you know we, you know God's with having a human experience you know so um, the day of the sale which was uh, Thursday last Thursday the 26th he calls me that morning and tells me that uh, he was it's like he was setting it up for the court date. He said that it, he said, "Man, I'm a little concerned about this court date uh, coming up. You know, uh, do you have the money to, for me to represent you and to file?" Right? I'm like, "Man, what's up with the sale? You know, we talking about a court date? That they're, they're being like, so it must be good. What's up with the sale?" He says, "Everything's all good. The sales, the, the sale has been canceled, and I'm on my way to." give the uh, certified copy to the sheriff's office knowing that once the, the judge signs, that's it. I mean, you ain't got to really go. You, I mean, it, it's records for them to know about it, but once you know um, the judge signs, that's a wrap, right? So I'm jumping up and screaming, calling my brother, man, it's, uh, it's Oh, new slate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to have this rally out here. I ain't got to put all my business out there. And we good. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole point of the matter was, was that all we needed to do was stop, stop the sale. Stop the sale. Once yes. Once we stop the sale, we could finish out. Right. We could close out our succession. Right. Right. 
and then we could get we could get this loan that this brother was talking about right. we could get because he built a certain relationship with the bank either we could have got the loan from the bank or we could have got a hard money guy we've come to find a lot of them out there because they shorts there's a lot of, but it's necessary in certain situations so we thank god that they are those opportunities for people that need to go that route yeah. right so we had the opportunity we had everything was set up right we're gonna get the the, the, the uh, architectural plans and you know get it uh, mapped out renovation plans succession um the loan and we was gonna get a get a get a nice loan to do renovations and continue the work that we do as well so um we happy you know what i'm saying man we ecstatic you know we first of all we like man we should have never been in this position in the first place right, just was... between us and as a family yeah but we fell on hard times and when we fell on hard times and hardships we reached out to people we felt could help us people that look just like us right that and happen. that's where the issue comes in at so not only i tell you 15 20 minutes later this dude had the nerve to call and tell me he had some good news and some bad news. Oh, Y'all ready for this? Why not? I'm like, man, you got me, man. You got me up. Uh, and my, you know well, and it was coming out the other end. You know what I'm saying? I was, t- I said, man, you twilight zone all around. Yeah. You know what I mean? I couldn't believe because my whole thing was just don't let it go to sale. I felt I, I would put everybody down my parents my me i just i felt like it could not go to sale because i'm gonna put myself down in my parents for what they worked for how they bust their butt for us to have this right mm-hmm. right so he tells me this ridiculous news but he tells me man don't worry about it. the good news is that somebody knows who bought it or who bid it on it because the sale ain't went through yet they got a month Somebody knows me who bid it on. Somebody, oh. somebody look in this community oh. who bid it on in this community. Look just like us. Look just like us. Okay? Bid it on. So he's talking about gentrification and all that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we could benefit from it if we handle our business and we come together like we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have a certain face on it, y'all. Uh-huh. Gentrification don't have a certain face on it. They, 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 they either wrong, they either wrong or they right. They either righteous or they unrighteous. And that's it. That's all. That's all we trying to draw a line in the sand. We dealing with the righteous and, and bump the unrighteous, right? So he tells me, man, I need to start dealing with the person that bid it on. I said, huh? How the hell I'ma start dealing? Like, just I didn't pay you to stop right. it, right? Remember, we have a. Backtrack a little bit. When he submits the paperwork the day of on the 26th Thursday, he says the sheriff tells him that the paperwork wasn't valid. I said, man, what the hell? You what, what, what did he, you submit? The, yeah. He said he submitted a TO. I said, man, what the hell is that? He said a temporary restraining order. What? I'm beating my building up, but somebody trying to beat the. I don't know. I didn't get it. No, you know that but lawyer no, dropped I'm the ball. Right. And. I'm like, dude, we talked about an injunction. Right. You know what I'm saying? What the hell is a TRO, right? So he says the sheriff runs behind him and, and is like, yo, you have the wrong paperwork. It's not valid. We don't take TROs anymore. Even though it's signed by a judge and signed by a judge and a court date. That's the other important point yeah. that we're doing this right here. We have a, 
a signature too now, signature signed by a judge with a court date on my birthday, hey, August 8th, August 8th. this Tuesday, Wednesday. Go figure. Divine order at 2.30. That's right. another. Anybody want to come through? We have a court date, civil district court. Wow. 2.30. Uh, August 8th, on my birthday, this Wednesday at 2.30, right? So right then and there, we feel it, it, it shouldn't have went through. But anyway, he tells him if the, the paperwork wasn't valid, he needed to go and get an injunction. At that time, uh, I, I feel like the council at the time was oblivious, possibly, what was going on. Because he scrambles and rounds and gets the injunction done, right? In the middle between and gets it signed right he gets an injunction signed we already have the tro signed by a judge with the court date mm -hmm. now he has an injunction a preliminary injunction with another court with another signature he signed it thank god same court date and in the mid in the mix of him going from getting it signed to going back to the sheriff's office with the certified copy they sell our precious Legacy property, family property within five to ten minutes. Whoa. And let me just interject this. The, the person that purchased our property at the sheriff's sale, the person, once again, this person is local. And from we and from what we know is this person goes to the sheriff's sale often. Often. Quite often. Like I would say from what, every what I heard every month. This person goes out and seeks property. No matter who owns them, seeks property and grabs them and puts them in her bundle. So, you know, yes, these are these are these are some things that, you know, once again, this person is is one of us. And it came to a, a shock to us to find that out and who this person was. And at the same time, my brother can go into that to say that uh, this particular person came over came over here on several occasions, but seems like uh, didn't want to help. Just wanted, just possibly was kind of looking around to maybe want to, well, maybe want to take. I'm on, I'm on recording you because I don't know. But I'm, yeah, he's going to tap in that. I'm glad, minute, I wasn't here. I'm glad you, okay. you remember that. Sure. Um, a lot going on, but it's a keynote to mention that she did contact me a couple times trying to get us to do a short sale. You know, in, in, in cases you can do a short sale, you know, to not help sign, sign it over to somebody, you know, to uh, uh, get away from the share sale or whatever and work out some type of deal. So she did contact me about doing a, a, a short sale. And I said the only way that we would be interested in a short sale is that we would acquire it back. And at that time, she said she was open to it. Right. Of course, the conversation changed once we called and once we found out. Directly after we found out it got sold, me and the attorney called her, and she, of course, she had a different tone. She said she was trying to work with me before this happened. Now you need to go and try to go through the legal process with the sheriff and see if your paperwork is going to stand up because your attorney filed the wrong paperwork. That's what she tells me. It's supposed to be a Christian woman in this neighborhood, right? And to note, I had saved her, I had did some t-shirts for a church like two weeks prior. And she was just loving on me. Oh, right. Yeah, you know, and doing this probably. Yeah, scoping it up. You know? So, right in this neighborhood, we have a situation that 
is, has taken place where if all else fails, we still have the legal process that we have to go through with the court date and things of that nature, but if all else fails, this community lady, this lady that's in our community, has the opportunity to give our Craig legacy back to us. Have a, has an opportunity to give our family property back to us. So it'll be greed or legacy. That's what it's going to boil down to. We hope it don't get to that but although we're willing to fight for whatever, you know, we have to do, because if we can't fight for this, we can't fight for nothing. And it's a shame that we're actually in this position because we've helped so, 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 so many people. And never thought, now nah, we would need the help. But, you, you know, you leave it open. You never know. There's all types of circumstances that happen, especially now, but... It's just weird for us to be here telling our story, but it's all right. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type that'll throw it all out there anyway. Um, but now we need the help. Now we're going to see if we could get the favor return and see what the love and the support is that like y'all beautiful people out here are supporting us right now. You know what I'm saying? And all I can say, all power to the people. When you got the people and the most high behind you, Anything possible, man. You know, anything yes. possible, man. So, right. thank y'all for supporting something very, very righteous. We gonna keep up the fight. We gonna keep hope alive. But forget that we gonna make it real. We gonna make it, make it happen. Make, make, make it live. You know, forget the hope. The hope then turn into realism. Bigger brother over here, Sherman. Reverend Sherman Hughes. Just to say a little bit about the Craig. Yes, uh, Sherman Hughes, uh, he was one of the uh, great men today that my father, Dr. Thomas Craig, gave physical, gave a physical to him and his brother that promoted him to go into the professional football career. And he was going to break that down. Thank you. He's on about our father. We come now. Thankful and grateful for great support. Come out today to support. Dr. Thomas Craig won 40 years in this building, oh God, and stood as a beacon of hope for the Algerian community throughout the community, city, and state, and nation. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for Dr. Thomas Craig, the first chiropractor, the first black chiropractor in the state of Louisiana, who came here and poured out his heart, getting his lovely wife, and these fine sons. Lord, we ask you, oh God, to look upon us right now. Give us, oh God, the strength that we need to save this building. Lord, we ask you, oh God, to strengthen these fine young men. Benson, Craig, Guy Craig, and all the Craig family. We have stood here, oh God, generation to generation. Sons, daughters, and granddaughters of the great Thomas Craig. Lord, this building has been a blessing to the Algiers community. Over 40 years. Lord, I thank you, O God, for allowing Thomas Craig to come into my life at the age of 12, 13 years old, perform my physical at the car junior high. Allow me to go on, O God, to finish my college career, to leave Tulane University, and to come back to Edna Carr University, Edna Carr High School, and be a team chaplain and life coach for all these years. Lord, I ask you, O God, to let this continue. Be a blessing. 
Let the sale be rescinded. All right. And Lord, we ask you, O oh God, to give us yes. the finances, the financial support, to give us the physical support. And we ask everyone in this community to come together and to save this building. Lord, we thank you for these fine young men, O oh Lord, who have blessed us all these years. And let it be a continual. Thank you again for Dr. Thomas Craig, Lois Craig, the Craig family, the children, the grandchildren, great-grandchildren who stand here as a beacon of hope in our LGS community. Bless all the kids throughout this city. All the higher students have been blessed with this fine young man and this great leader. Thank you for all you have done. These are all the blessings we ask them. In Jesus' name we pray. In Amen. Jesus' name. And all the people say that, man. Amen. And praise the Lord.
Katrina, yes. Getting the working class, the poor, uprooted and out of here. Uh, we've got over, what, 88,000 laborers who can't afford basic needs uh, just to live. But that is the backbone that brings in over $7 billion in tourism per year. Yes. But we don't value our workforce enough to make sure that they have a living wage. This is all intersectional. Is that the word? It all, it all, it all touches each other. And so, as someone who, uh, the tool that they used with me was keeping me from the proper permits that I needed to operate, right? Without the permit, you can't make the money. Without the money, you can't make the mortgage. Without the mortgage, you're going to lose your property, right? And so they're using the, the foreclosure to take his property. And we're two examples, but this is what's happening widespread across New Orleans. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, the people that we put into office are so important who we select. This district is District C for New Orleans. Do y'all know who your council person is? Yes. Kristen Kristen Palmer, who is also uh, a landowner, has several properties. Uh, that she owns in Algiers. But we ain't going to get in her school day too deep. (laughs) But what we want her to know 
is that land grabs are affecting us in a real way. And as your elected official for District C, she has a responsibility to get involved and at the very least see and offer and extend herself of what she can do to help. And that number? 504-658-1030. Make them do the job that we elected them to do. And make them do the work that they promised that they was going to do. And that number? 504-658-1030. 504-658-1030. And to the Craig family, I just want to say thank you for making uh, the story available to the public. It takes strength. It takes courage to come forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just know that what you are sacrificing in terms of your privacy, you're being an example to others out there. And it's my, it's my hope that people who are also suffering will look at this and be encouraged to stand forward and share their stories. And the people who are watching on Facebook live, we got a lot of cameras out here, and I'm sure some of this will probably end up as an article back in NOLA.com or a news story. Get up, stand up, and do something. Do something. Stand for the, the soul of New Orleans. The soul of New Orleans is at risk of being sent out of this city. And we're not going to sit idly by as that happens. And so on August 8th at 9 o'clock, 2.30, district, do we know what district? Uh, not yet, but everything will be on the Craig Center page, Facebook. Uh, the GoFundMe will be there. We're loading that up now, and uh, the court date will be on there as well. So definitely y'all check uh, on uh, Facebook, Craig Culture Center, all the information, pertinent information will be on there. Okay. Thank you. I'll be standing. Come well, stand with us. Resend the sale. Resend the sale. Resend the sale. Resend the sale. Well, you heard it loud. This is another part of my open mic, open mic community conversation. It, is. it really touches my heart because I'm from New Orleans. And every time I go back and have a chance to ride through my city, I'm seeing the change. I'm seeing the push out. I'm seeing where um, um, different cultures are coming in and dominating our culture. And it hurts my heart to the core because as history is trying, I'm going to say trying. And when I say try, that means you're trying to do something that ain't going to happen. So that's why I'm specifying my words. Trying to move the very soul like Brother Craig was talking about. 
I'm from that area. And um, purposely, when I go back home, we my daughter is having her um, her baby shower. And uh, I'm purposely going to go and visit that center. Um, I don't remember them growing up, but I'm telling you, <laughs> we probably crossed paths. But my heart, my my heart, my soul, my mind, will, and emotion is part of New Orleans. I was born and raised there. I've walked the streets. I've been up Newton. I know where that spot is. And um, I know how we was when we was growing up. We looked out for each other. We Nobody didn't go out. That's one thing I can literally say in our neighborhood. If somebody needed to pay their electric bill, we gave a electric bill party. We gave a penny cent party. We gave a waistline party. Back then, the neighborhood took care of each other in that neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? We don't have that now. Just what he was saying. Now, if it's legacy, hey, we're going we're gonna to do this right. But if it's greed, then what profits a man to gain all the property that he wants or she wants and lose your soul? Lose the, the, the very thing that's the only thing that's going to enter back into that heavenly realm is our soul, y'all. So our soul needs to go right. And different situations that are happening, I'm not going to stay on here too long because it's almost an hour. But I just wanted to share my heart. I want to put this out there. I know this is going all over the world. And uh, I know I do have some 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 subscribers that it, that's in New Orleans. I'm with you. I may be in H-Town, but I'm with you. I'm supporting you, Brother Craig. I'm coming to see you. I'm going to post this uh, feed on your page. And this is Dr. D with the boom fact that I was born and raised in LGS. <laughs> you know, where I was born on the East Bank and my mama moved when I, I think I was like two years old. So ever since then, I've been on the West Bank, you know. So I'm familiar with Opelousas Street, Pacific Avenue, Newton Street, Tash, how it goes all the way to the bridge and it's transitioned to Gretna. I mean, I know that area. Okay, and the devil is a lie. And in the name of Jesus, I pray right now and release the angels in the atmosphere over that area to begin to fight on behalf to 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 sustain legacy. You see, his parents worked hard to leave a legacy. And that's what's happening now. Um, as a people, we need to learn how to live legacy. Everything that I'm doing in my life, I'm striving to leave a legacy. My pastor told me, daughter, you receiving blessings from the seeds you sown here. You haven't even tapped into what God has for you for the seeds you have sown in Houston. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. I almost passed out. So everything that we do, we have to make sure that we are sowing into the atmosphere, the righteous seed, the right attitude, the right mannerism the right character you know what i'm saying do right you do right by people everything else gonna come along don't go after the money you go after the heart of people and the money will come oh i feel the chills and the power of the holy ghost on that one so i bless everyone that took time to listen to this uh open mic community conversation uh segment Coming straight from you from New Orleans, Louisiana, through Facebook Live. And to the Craigs, Dr. D is with you. 
I'm praying for you. When I come to New Orleans next next month, I will be over there and I will be bringing my shofar and I'm going to blow the shofar in the atmosphere over that center with your permission in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. This is Dr. DM out with the boom factor.